Hey guys, how you doing? It's Philip Cooper with TRC365. Uh, over the course of the last week, we've just discussed pretty much anything from warranties to items to start considering as spring starts to arrive, uh, as well as many more. All right, we're a podcast dedicated to you as a homeowner, as well as possibly a property investor, or even maybe you're just interested in home ownership one day and you just kind of want to have all your eyes dotted. All right. Uh, well, today is going to be a big one. Today, we're going to dive into the financial side, uh, primarily money, okay? Uh, programs that you should consider or be aware of prior to contracting with a service provider, or maybe you're just in that discovery stage that we mentioned, that you should become more aware of, you know, what am I really looking to get done? Uh, are these items a want or a need? Uh, especially when disaster doesn't strike, generally a lot of our urgent signatures occur when disaster strikes, tree falls on garage, or possibly, you know, our basement's flooding. We just need to get it fixed. Okay. Now, if you're not in that category, I, as I said, I always advocate for that discovery stage. Maybe every end of the winter, you have two or three projects that you're considering. As it's tax time, we start getting those refunds back, as well as the weather can kind of start showcasing issues we need to address. All right. So today we're going to dive into financial programs, okay? My three favorite, obviously I'll be a little biased because I think to a variance audience, if maybe you're a financial investor, maybe you're a real estate investor, you like to flip, things like that. Programs such as using hard money might be more beneficial for your return on investment as well. Because it's easy to sit here and say, hey, cash is king, you know? If you have all the cash, you could negotiate a little more, things like that, draw that cost down for you. Maybe you'll get a better deal. Maybe you'll get a couple more windows if you pay cash, okay? However, that's just not likely, okay? In today's economy, that's just not common, all right? Uh, it's it's more prevalent with the baby boomers and maybe the, the silent generation, as we call it. A lot of these older ones, they're used to taking out their checkbook, you know, paying that half down as well as, you know, paying the whole project upon completion. However, as we transition to homeownership in the younger generations, the millennial generations, there's a lot of things we need to be aware of, okay? Uh, obviously, employment's important which is really good right now in the economy. Uh, however, a couple issues that do we're struggling are, you know, the debt, whether it's consumer debt, whether it's student education debt or auto debt, things like that. Uh, but as we look across all this, it's not to scare us from doing home improvement projects. It's just to make us more inclined on, hey, what is the economy and how are consumers really paying for whether it's product they need for use or want. And a lot of it is that monthly breakdown payments. All right. Now I'm not saying to sign the dotted line with a contractor just because they offer financing. Okay. Generally, just because they offer financing doesn't mean it's the best program for you. Okay. So today we're going to dive into three that are not cash. Generally, we're always going to say family, friends, and fools are going to be your best route. Uh, to get a project or something raised um, for your pocketbook, okay? But the number one item is going to be that home equity loan, okay? If you already have a house, uh, generally this is going to work better for the current homeowners. So not necessarily if you're into purchasing homes, flipping them, 
Uh, however, if this is going to be your home for, you know, three to 15 years or longer, as we said, the average person lives in their house about 13 years. This is probably your best avenue. Okay. There's a lot of pros to taking a home equity loan out. The first thing, the interest is tax deductible. So similar to your mortgage interest, you could write that off at the end of the year. I understand today's uh, tax game is a little different because we have a higher uh, deduction, uh, but this is still a pro for you. You still could actually itemize it at the end of the year um, if you have to itemize a lot of your tax stuff. So that's a pro that I like. Additionally, I like that it's much easier to go this route through your current lender. So whoever is your mortgage company who you pay monthly to, it's easier to reach out to them because they've already have that ongoing relationship with you. They're more updated on the, the status of your property, your credit history, your payment patterns. So you'll be able to actually probably negotiate a better rate with your current banker. So those are the three things I like. We always say get your three estimates because you've already done your discovery. You know what you need to do. You don't necessarily need to sign anything. So maybe bring these three estimates. You go to your account manager. Uh, you could bring forth, you know, showcasing the costs that you'll probably be spending for this. Pro and the good thing is it's fixed. Okay, so there's their fixed payments to get your project recouped. Uh, you're not necessarily opening a revolving door of credit. So that's actually our second item that will go into the home equity line of credit. And when you go to a banker, you could actually bring these estimates and maybe you could have that sit down and they could discuss your variant options. Uh, that is the second program we're going to mention is the home equity line of credit. Uh, very different than a home equity loan because it's similar to a credit card. You're really just borrowing off the value of your home that's invested. The reason I don't like this is because it is similar to a credit card. You might have a better rate than a credit card, but at the end of the day, your house's title is really tied up to this avenue uh, to pay off you know, a project or something like that. So have that sit down. As I said, explore the cash options, ex explore your friend's options. Uh, as well, the biggest thing with the discovery, if you get those three estimates, and we have this discussion with a lot of homeowners, okay? If this is just an emergency repair, you're talking less than $5,000, uh, which is still a lot of money in today's day and age because a lot of the typical Americans don't have more than two paychecks saved uh, in a savings account. So $5,000 is a lot of money. But what I would say is if, you know, if you're not putting a new roof, siding, windows, uh, this is where you might consider the third program which maybe be opening a credit card with 0% for about 18 months, okay? And remember, these are three programs we're advocating before doing the financial financing with a contractor, okay? The 0%, 18 months, yes, it'll do a hard inquiry on your credit, so you may lose points. Uh, but the benefit to this is generally, when you have that talk done with the contractor, you know the amount, they might just give you a surcharge of 3 to 4% because of the fee they have when they actually run credit or a debit card. So that original estimate's getting up 3 to 4%. But as I say, you're not going to really be paying anything excessive over that 4%. And you have about an 18-month period to pay off a project that's less than $5,000, right? which you're talking maybe $400 a month and you're done after a year and a half or so. 
So you really have to have a good understanding on the scale of the project, the length that you're going to stay in that house, as well as the severity of a project. Okay. So as we said, the home equity loan is our favorite. Go to your banker, inquire, uh, you know, have all your estimates prepared just so maybe they could say, hey, this is a better program than the equity. Because if it is a, a minor repair, maybe that home equity line of credit is better. As I said, it's very similar to a credit card. So consider that uh, as well. Uh, something that we like to call the safety net for homeowners is going to be that ironclad insurance policy. Okay. Now, this is going to help you if disaster strikes, as we had kind of the podcast earlier last week, speaking of uh, an RCV over an ACV policy, speak with your insurance agent, maybe a local public adjuster, and try to really get it organized that the most important items are protected from just about any elements you can. Uh, the reason I say that the average home improvement cost for roofing, siding, or windows will exceed that $6,000 mark, generally $6,000 to twelve grand. So if you have a strong policy, whether it's wind, hail, or another event that would actually indemnify for recouping those damages, you're protected. All right. You're not going to, maybe you got to get financing for a deductible, uh, but that's something to speak with your agent as well as a public adjuster. All right. Because we understand, you know, you purchase a home, maybe it's brand new. You don't really have many issues. All right. First four years, then products may break down, appliances, things like that. Or maybe purchase a used home, you use a home inspector. You know, they do a, a diligent job. Their findings are pretty thorough. Uh, but, you know, that unknown pipe that's near, you know, the drainage, it pops or breaks or things like that. Uh, there's so many variables with homes uh, that we can't expect. There's a lot of unforeseen, even with a roof project. You know, we could estimate the shingles, but until we tear all the shingles off, we don't know what that wood deck looks like sometimes uh, based off of access. So moving forward, do your discovery. Understand what is a true need versus a want. You know, just because you watch HGTV doesn't mean you should do this project right now. Maybe it is to save that money uh, to put something that's really going to add value to your house if you were to sell it uh, or just make your spouse happy. Okay, that's really key. Uh, so let's look into home equity loans. Second, let's look at home equity lines of credit. And then also, you know, I'm not saying to just take out credit cards to take them out. I'm saying let's be very cognitive of our situation. Uh, if it is less than $5,000, maybe a 0% down credit card for 12 to 18 months might be a situation that could really help us out in the shortcoming uh, without us being tied up, uh, especially as tax season comes around. There's a lot of ways we can kind of help ourselves with pre-planning and saving for our next home project. So I hope some of these help you out. I know many of us are new to the home improvement industry. Maybe we're in that millennial category and we're just, hey, let's just buy a townhouse or an apartment and hope uh, kind of our monthly uh, renewals will help out with landscaping, windows, things like that. But really, you should be aware of whether you're planning a kitchen remodel carpeting, flooring, and things like that. Okay. So again, thank you guys. It's Philip Cooper with TRC365. You could reach me at philipgcooper at gmail.com as well as trc 
inc.com. So thanks again. If there's anything you want to talk about in the next few weeks, just reach out to us. We'll gladly bring it up and try to get your question solved. So thanks a lot.